Welcome to the Memberships Mastermind Podcast, the podcast that helps you create a profitable membership that serves you and your family. Hi, we're Paul and Melissa Pruitt, and we help online entrepreneurs build, launch, and grow their memberships. Each month, we host two live Memberships Mastermind Zoom calls, where we coach and collaborate with other membership site owners all over the world. On each podcast episode, we bring you one question that the Mastermind worked through. You'll get ideas and strategies that you can start implementing right away. So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in. Welcome Welcome to to the the Memberships Memberships Mastermind Mastermind Podcast. So let's move on to Anna. And Anna, is your first time here too? It is. I just want to thank you guys for for hosting this and doing this and looking forward to kind of meeting everybody through the weeks and months. Yeah. My husband and I work together too, so I completely understand So real quick, so my husband and I, we both have medical backgrounds. We have an independent pharmacy. It's a compounding pharmacy. But my kind of passion is the next generation and helping them with mindset and personal growth. And honestly, a lot of business concepts that just relate to life in general. I'm very passionate about that. And I've seen how much it's impacted and had a positive effect on my kids. And I just feel for this generation right now. I mean, they're just going through some, even before COVID, I mean, just bombarded with information and noise and what people think that they should be doing and whatnot. So I came into this wanting to do uh, a membership for youth. I'm a big picture thinker. My husband's the detail. Then I mean, we could do this for the pharmacy. And he's been doing a lot of one-on-one consultations because we're both kind of Western medicine, but we're very integrative as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just have questions with their health. They're, they're just, you know, they have one physician for one thing, one for another. They're thinking maybe you should take a supplement. Maybe I should do something different. And he's been doing a, a lot of consultations of just taking a holistic view of their health and what they're doing and and what's going on. So my question is with those two different areas that I want to launch, good thing is, or bad, I'm a social media like newbie. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, don't do Facebook, don't do Instagram. So I guess that's maybe a good thing because it's a clean slate, but Mm -hmm. I'm a little torn as to how I start posting content for us is not a problem at all. It's just, I don't want to mix the messages. So if I mean, I'm going to be appealing to parents most likely for the youth, but we want to put out a lot of health content, but I also want to put out a lot of things for, for youth and young adults. So I guess my question is, how do I start putting out content and getting that ball rolling without mixing the messages of what we do? Really yeah. great question. So if anyone has any feedback, Hi guys. Hi. I'm not sure how entirely helpful this will be, Anna, but I'm kind of in the same situation where I have two sort of small businesses. One is up and running and they're a little bit different from each other. And one is actually somewhat in the line of what you do. It's all health and wellness. So for chronic pain. So I actually keep them separate because I really struggled with that at the beginning. How do I run the two when they're quite different? Mm-hmm. So I do have separate websites for both. I do them all. Like I am the one man show trying to do it all. <laughs> Not always the best solution, but it's working for now. Yeah. And so that way there is that distinct difference between the two. And I, one of them is really just kind of running on its own. I may populate it with content periodically. The other one, I am cranking out the content and it's just kind of nice to keep them separate. I don't know if that's going to be your best way forward, but it is a clear cut route. So on social media as well, do you just have separate? I do. I have a page for each. I have a group for the one that I'm trying to grow. I might get rid of the group because right now it's just friends and family, which is not serving me as well, but it is a time sucker, Mm -hmm. but at least it's a chance to get you out there and eyeballs on your program because that I'm I'm finding the most difficult part (laughs) of the journey. (laughs) Yeah. 
Good, good. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate that. No problem. I think Dawn has her hand raised. Yeah, Dawn. Hey, hi. Um, it's, it's, my, it's my first time here. I just oh, I literally just walked in the door, so I'm kind of standing in my kitchen. So I, I made this comment in the comments just to Anna. So I'm an herbalist. Okay. And I could use a human or like a virtual physician's desk reference yes. because like, for example, I currently have clients who are on 10 medications and yeah, I am very conservative and cautious as an herbalist anyhow, but when they're taking 10 medications, including things in the opioid family, I'm like, can I even offer them lemon balm? type of thing, which is, you know, it's a mint and it's generally, it's generally fine, but there are contraindications because of thyroid types of issues. So like just saying, I fully support some sort of like pharmacy expert type of membership for people who who don't have the pharmacy degree or aren't prescribing medications. There's just a lot of information swirling everywhere, you know, and just someone to help clear through the noise of it. And it's a passion. Yeah. He, he loves yeah. That. Somebody authoritative. And yeah, cause I spend hours, hours literally wow. coming through after a client, making sure I'm not going to have any interactions and I'm probably the most geeky, overly careful herbalist ever. So, you know, yeah, not everyone's that's like that, that's good. Yeah. but, but having that option and covering your butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah, it's a good to thing. Talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, anyhow, I'm just Thanks. offering encouragement. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> Thank that. You. <laughs> Thank you. And welcome, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's my first time too. So welcome. There's a lot of first newbies here. Right. I see Doreen has her hand up. Anna, I'm wondering for your businesses. You know, we always talk about what to amplify and what the messaging is and that sort of thing. And that I kind of look at as the marketing. Before that, there is the branding that you really want to think through. And one way you can do that is you said you have two very different businesses, right? Take the time to walk through what each of those businesses are. And if you think about building like a template, like, you know, the Lincoln Memorial and all those steps, right? And then it comes up to pillars and it comes up to the roof that houses each of those you're gonna you're gonna have two very different businesses Mm -hmm. right and they each have their own roofs however you will likely find some overlap Mm -hmm. and i find that it is very helpful to start with your values your beliefs the foundational elements of what your business is right and that that doesn't change but steps two might change and that is for this business, my customer's values are this. Mm-hmm. And then for this other business, these are what my customer's values are. And you look for what's shared between those two. Mm. And the pillars that you build on top of those are, they can be revenue streams. They can be you know, what your message focuses are. You can look at what those pillars are in a variety of ways, but you wanna make sure like Paul and Melissa always say, begin with the end in mind, right? So that that roof line needs to hold whatever that mission, however you're trying to change the world in that business mm-hmm. is held. So if you take the time to work through that and, you know, I just tried to give you a visual to be able to, and it's really fun to be able to do, you know, because you start realizing, wait, I only, I only have three pillars. No, wait, I have five, but do I want five? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and you can even look at each of those pillars to say, you know, how, how much do I want this pillar to be in this mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. in this space? Yeah. So, so all that of that is, is branding associated and you're going to find language and all sorts of things. Goodness in there. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. And then I see a Dr. Corinne, Dr. Corinne. When I come off to Noreen, she just says what's, what I'm thinking. So I think I'll pause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have any feedback? So there's a couple different things that I would recommend is it's a decision that both of you can make ahead of time, especially when you're looking at social media. And I'm saying this from the standpoint of a husband and wife yeah. scenario. Mm-hmm. Melissa and I purposely over the years have found it easier in individual channels for individual things. Mm-hmm. And then we do come together, like for instance, here in, in our core offer, we come together. But okay. uh, Melissa, like we've been very purposeful and intentional that Melissa has a platform. She has Insta posts. She has a lead magnet. She goes out and speaks on organic traffic and creating conversations, everything that brings people in. Mm-hmm. Now on my end, it's, you know, paid traffic and it's, you know, different, different business uh, strategies and, and mm-hmm. things. Now our core offer, all roads lead to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is the, the roof that Doreen was talking about. Like everything comes in. Mm-hmm. What happens is that are different directions that common connection point as Dream was mentioning, like people still have those common elements. So whether they meet Melissa first or meet me, when they come down that lane, they're gonna they're gonna come into us mm-hmm. specifically. Now, mm-hmm. when it comes to families, like as far as having a product or service that's technically gonna be served to children, mm-hmm. but it's something the parents, the one that holds the decision making process right. and the financial side. Through my own entire life in teaching marketing, we always look at that as the cereal aisle, is that it has to have the goodness of the parent to say, yes, I'm willing to buy this because I see the nutritional value, Mm -hmm. but then it has to have the visual appeal and the the fun element and the youthfulness to it for the child to be like, oh, that doesn't look like spinach. That looks like candy. (laughs) I want that. And there's a prize at the bottom of it. And I really want the, I can care less about the cereal. I want the prize. Yes. So you you have two different things that you're hitting when you're dealing with the kids because you want it to be appealing. So they're like, mommy, because that's where it is all at. Mommy, mommy, I want to buy this. I want that. I want that. So whether it's a video or, or, you know, or or anything shared, you want the kid to be there going, you got to buy that for me. Yeah. You know, but you need enough goodness in there for the the parent to be the logical mind to be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. little Johnny, I'll get that for you, even though it looks like the shiny object, mm-hmm. you know, gotcha. type thing, because oh. it has this hidden inside of it. Yeah. But you guys can make a decision if you're if you're both going out together, mm-hmm. or you both can pick one of these two okay. things as your public mm-hmm. persona. Probably that way then. Yeah. 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 yeah we find it just, for us, it's easier for people to understand our messaging because mm-hmm. we were at one point where we were talking the same thing and the just people, it was just hard for people to connect. So it's just, it's just easier. But then your core values, everything, it leads to that one core. So it all, all roads lead to that one core, but it's just, it's easier to connect and make relationships with people that way. So we want to keep this separate from the pharmacy business. Mm-hmm. This, this is a separate LLC. So that, well, in case we ever sell the, the pharmacy, that so that LLC then, I guess, on Instagram or wherever we're posting, I mean, would we, I don't know how we would have those two separate tracks. Like if I'm posting on Instagram under that business name or Facebook, you know, how would we keep those two separate tracks or do we just create a different one? 
Melissa spends all day on Instagram. I spend all day on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a different channel, so people okay. receive information differently. Think of it more like a TV station. Like okay. we all tune into different channels. Yeah. It's all receiving information differently. Okay. Doesn't mean you can't bring them to a common offer. Okay. A common decision point. Gotcha. I like because that. they're they're locked on you, and you're you're going to attract different people yeah. based yes. on your your tonality, your attitude, personality. your personality. Yep. You know how you are. And then other people are going to attract to the other. Like, you guys know it. Some of you like Dave Hollis and some of you like Rachel Hollis. (laughs) You know, Melissa listens to both of them and they have a very different say. And you go, eh, right, right. (laughs) That's true. But you might might have decided to continue forward with Dave and not Rachel at this point. Uh Because you're like, oh, I like him more. Or the reverse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So even though they're in the same plane and space at one time. That makes sense. When they divide it off, you were like, okay, I'm here versus here. Yeah, I like that. All right. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Doreen. Just have a tie back to what I think you were originally asking, and that is in regards to communication about both of these businesses Mm -hmm. and the messages that you're sharing. Have you thought about, like, mapping out by week for each of these businesses? What is the theme that week? And what is the two or three points I want to make sure are delivered on that theme? And then you and let's pretend you split these two businesses as to who's leading them, right? That calendar and the other, you know, takes the other calendar and there's consistency. Like Melissa was saying, you know, the the values are are still there. The values are represented, but the content and the theme feels cohesive and not fragmented. And I would recommend getting that onto paper and in front of you because when it's here, it makes me fragmented. So it's true. When you get on paper, you really think through it. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate and it. That. And it doesn't take long. It can be a sticky note session of 20 Great. minutes. So awesome. thank you. Thanks. Thanks to everyone. Love it. Awesome. If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live Zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.